You're welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekwene. If you will please while standing, open your Bible very quickly uh, to Exodus 23. Exodus 23, we'll read together 25 and 26 and we'll be on our way. Shall we read together from the King James Version, 1, 2, 3, go. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast thy young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. It looked like you thought I said I will read to your hearing. No. Let's read together as a happy family. Please read clearly, boldly. There is something about when a people read the word of life. Two verses. One, two, three, go. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren. In thy land, the number of thy days, I will fulfill. Somebody shout a big amen. For an assignment, seven scriptural truths about divine healing. Our Father, thank you. For blessing the reading of your word, I beseech you again to bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of the self-same word in this discipleship class. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. You may please be still very comfortably in God's wonderful presence. Jerry, beloved, once again, I would like to sincerely welcome you into the best and the better part of the month of the year 2020, I believe the Lord has in his pattern saved the best for the last. He declared the path of a just man shines brighter and brighter even to their perfection. The subject of healing is one that is not just important but greatly important because life becomes really an exercise in futility when you don't have soundness of health. It's oftentimes said that health is wealth. Nothing can be truer than that statement that health is wealth. The truth is that many have found wealth and haven't found health and they are so willing to trade off the health they found in exchange of health. Health is something that we must always value. We mustn't wait to lose health to value health. And only God does give health. It's said oftentimes that doctors can attempt to care, C-A-R-E, but only God can really cure, C-U-R-E. The doctors can care, but only God can cure. I want to really commend 
um, Pastor Bimba, for being very, very faithful over the past few weeks and months, in particular this year, and consistent in teaching us on various principles that pertain to healing and health. Beloved, in the day and age we live in today, I believe that one of the ways that God will advertise his goodness, his loving kindness to this world and to this generation, is through believers walking in soundness of health. But you see, at the same time, it looks like the devil has saved his own worst for the last in the day and age we live in now. We're beginning to see in very increasing ways and manner all kinds of diseases and infirmity, or case in hand is COVID-19, that lack medical solution, such that men have come to understand that there are certain things that will happen in a man's life, in particular in the area of sickness, disease, and infirmity, that really, really, it will take God to bring about healing in your life. And we mustn't wait until we are challenged or struck by such disease and infirmity before we begin to do the needful to acquire the necessary principles and keys, insight, knowledge, revelation from God's word to actually walk in divine health and divine healing. It's important that before the time of warfare and battle that you are adequately equipped for battle. It's a wrong time to prepare for battle in the day of battle. The time to prepare is in the time of peace when there is no test, no trial. And the best time to prepare to walk in health and healing is when you don't think you need it because you're well, you're strong, you're vibrant, you're running all over the place like a rock. That's when to spend time to feed your heart and to feed your soul with spiritual matter that pertains to healing and health. We see in 3 John 2, a promise given us uh, through the mouth of Apostle John that God says, I will that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. This is the desire of God concerning you, you across the nation, that I will that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So we see there that it's God's desire, God's intention for you and I to prosper. And part of what it calls prosperity is for you to walk in divine health. Hallelujah. It's God's desire that you prosper and be in health. Hallelujah. And be in health. Not to be sick and need divine healing, but you be in health. So there is a difference between divine healing and divine health. Hallelujah. Divine healing is good, but divine health is better. Praise God. You only need divine healing when you are sick, you are infirm and diseased. Nothing wrong with that. If you're in that state this morning, that's all right. Jesus, the healer, is in the house. Hallelujah. Did you hear me? I said, Jesus, the healer, is in the house. He healed yesterday. He's still in the healing business. The Bible declares in Hebrews 13 verse 8 that Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If you saw him heal in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's still in the healing business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the healer is in the house. But you see, it's more blessed to find out how to walk in divine health Divine help simply means you have discovered the same power of God that is requisite to heal you, but this time around, to keep you well and strong. Hallelujah. So if you are walking in health, 
the more of God's word that you hear and that is made available to you makes you even stronger. You know, there, there are moments in your life where you're not sick, but you're not well. <laughs> Have you been there before? You know you're not sick, but you know you're not well. That's not the best. God desires that you be in health. Hallelujah. I would above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dearly beloved, I want to challenge you this beautiful Sunday morning. This teaching is not just for those who are going through any kind of health challenge and they require healing. Listen carefully. But you see, God wants you to grow in your faith beyond needing divine healing. Guess what? To ministering divine healing to the sick. Did you hear me? And what I see rise up in this company here are vessels of mercy and vehicles of mercy that God will pour through his healing virtue and power through to those who are sick. Hallelujah. So you're not just going to get healed this Sunday morning, but I see you so healed, you're going to walk in excess health that you have more than enough to discharge to where you go. In your office, you're discharging healing power. In the hospital, you are discharging healing power. When somebody is sick in the village or wherever it is, you have healing power to discharge. Somebody shout a big amen. Listen, you are not a part of the problem. You are a part of the solution. Why? You are carrying divinity on your inside. Do you know what it means to carry Jesus? First John 4, 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are carrying literally God on your inside. How can you carry God and germs and virus and bacteria and disease survive your body? Haven't you read before Romans 8, 11, that if the same spirit, hallelujah, that raised Jesus, not Lazarus, but raised Jesus from the dead, if that same, if that same spirit rests or dwells in you, that same spirit has a canonical enough quickening power to quicken your heart, to quicken your lungs, your pancreas, your, whatever it is, whatever you are going through right now, I tell you, if you're a child of God, you have the quickening power of the Holy Ghost within you, and I believe disease, germs, virus, they are being expunged right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Your amen sounds questionable. You see, the power is not in feeling. The power is in the word. The Bible tells me there was a case in time where Jesus, on a certain day, just like this, was preaching the word of God. The Bible declares, and there was great power to heal the sick. But unfortunately, nobody was taking advantage of the great power made available by the teaching and the preaching ministry of Jesus. They were all in the room where he was preaching, but guess what? Oh boy, there were four men who looked around and said, how can we get into the show where the power is? How do we get into the room where Jesus is? Guess what? They couldn't find room. The door was locked, but they said, wait a minute, we can do something. Our faith may not be able to open doors, but we have a radical kind of faith. It's called a roof tearing. A ceiling busting faith. Guess what? They climbed up to the loft of the house. They tore the tile. 
house, tore the ceiling, and let down their friend uh, yeah, 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 on a bed. And guess what? As the boy stepped into where the word was preached, that boy came in contact with the healing power of Jesus that nobody else took advantage of. Listen, I don't know about you, nobody may take advantage of his healing power this morning, but if I were you, I will draw down. Somebody said, I draw down. Come on, I draw down the healing power of Jesus. I see diabetes on the run. I see leukemia on the run. I see hypertension on the run. I see cancer on the run. I see HIV on the run. I see blood-borne disease on the run. I see heart disease on the run. I see kidney disease on the run. I see liver disease on the run. Somebody shout, I draw down the healing power of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will walk in so much health that your life will be an adequate advertisement of the goodness of the Lord. Hey, 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 hey. One simple way you preach the gospel. You don't have to say much. Say, say, just look at me. Look at me. COVID-19 came and it passed. I heard in my Bible that a thousand were fall hey, upon your side and ten thousand were upon your right hands. I guess what? With your eyes, you will see the reward of the wicked. Somebody said, I got it. The healing power of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to share with you very quickly, within the time I have left, seven key biblical truths about divine healing. Seven key biblical truths about divine healing. Number one, we've got to run now. Number one, write, please. It is, please write. I, I, I get uncomfortable watching you watch me. Praise God. Please write. I know you're very intelligent. Praise God. Number one, it is God's will to heal you. Hello? Hello, somebody? It is God's will. By the way, where God's will is known, faith is available. What you don't know is God's will for your life, you will lack the faith to receive or to believe. But once you know it's God's will for you to walk in health, to walk in prosperity, to walk in victory, 2 Corinthians 2.14, Now thanks be unto God who always causes you, causes me, to triumph in Christ Jesus. Listen, as a child of God, there are as many victories as there are battles. Ha, you didn't hear me. There are as many triumphs as there are trials. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you are, but guess what? There is victory on the other side. Oh, your amen sounds really questionable. There is triumph on the other side. You are not going to end up in the middle of the test. No way. That test is being turned for a mighty testimony. Shall yes, I believe. Financial test. 
testimony, marital test, testimony, mental test, testimony, emotional test, testimony. Somebody shout, my testimony is about to erupt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is God's will to heal you. Why? Because healing is in the redemptive plan of God. Number one, it is God's will to heal you. Why? It's just a part of God's redemption program for you. It's part of the puzzle, part of the deal. Isaiah 5, 3, 4 to 4. Isaiah 5, 3, 4 to 4. Surely, co-taker, definite, surely, non-negotiable, non-debatable. You don't discuss this. Surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities guess what the chastisement of our peace the chastisement needful to secure your shalom your peace it was upon him and with with his stripes, you are healed. Hallelujah. Matthew 8, 17, guess what? Healing is part of God's redemption program. Matthew 8, 17. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word. And healed all that were sick. Healed how many were sick? Oh, come on church. How many were sick? Okay. So as many in this house. As many who are locked on across the nations. You are part of many. There is enough healing power in the word of God to secure your healing. Somebody say, yes, I believe. He healed as many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. What? Saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Here Matthew was quoting and referencing prophet Isaiah. And what he says here is that what Jesus took from you is your infirmity or your disease. What he took from you is your sickness. Listen to me. If, if, if Katopaloba, uh, Pastor Ame, please come, 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 take this from my hand. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Where is the handkerchief now? Is it in my hand? Or is in the hand of Pastor Ame? Guess what? Jesus couldn't take what you still got. He took cancer from you. He took COVID-19 from you. He took hepatitis A or B or whatever it is from you. He, he took infirmity because he took it. You don't have it anymore. If the devil is trying to make you think you have it, guess what? The devil is lying on you because God cannot lie. Hey! Men may lie, but God cannot lie. Romans 3, 4, let God be true. Let every man be a liar. So God said, I took, and he took, if he took, 
I don't have it anymore. Can you declare, I don't have sickness? Oh, come on. I don't have disease. I don't have infirmity. I don't have cancer. I don't have COVID-19. And I can't have them. Come on, shout boldly. I cannot have them. Jesus can have what I will have. Shout hallelujah. Come on like a thunder. Shout hallelujah. Somebody is breaking forth in healing and health. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Healing is part of redemption. Look at 1 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24. Who his own self bear our sins. Please write down. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. Guess what? Guess what? By whose tribes you what? Oh, come on, people, you what? You, not just you are healed, but this time around is you were healed. So, Matthew said before Jesus died and echoed what Isaiah said prophetically that a Paschal lamb was coming in the name of Jesus Christ, who will not only take the sins of the world, but will take the sickness of the world. Listen, there are three curses that came upon mankind when Adam fell. Yes, yes. Number one, the curse of premature death. Number two, the curse of poverty. Number three, the curse of sickness and disease. Number one, the curse of death. Hallelujah. Sin brought death. Number two, the curse of poverty. Number three, the curse of sickness and disease. When Jesus came, he came to reverse the order. Because he hung on the cross, he became a curse for you. It was said, cursed is he that hangeth upon a tree. He wasn't just hanging there for the fun of it. No, he was spread wide. He hung high because the curse that came upon the first Adam was placed upon the last man and the second Adam Jesus. So that from him will be a new genealogy, a new generation that is after the order of the last Adam and the second man, not after the order of the first and the fallen man. The Bible said the first man Adam was made a living soul but the second man Jesus Christ was made a life giving spirit when you said yes to Jesus Christ you became born again your life was not penetrated no sir the Bible declares in 2nd Corinthians 5 17 if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things have passed away all things have become you guess what it doesn't stop there all things I yeah 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 have become of God I want to tell you if you're a child of God you are of a different lineage a different genealogy guess what after the genealogy of the life giving spirit you are a carrier of his life and a giver of his life that's why I said to you this teaching is not just to get you healed but but to feed you so much with life and light, you become a vehicle uh, in the hand of God to minister healing to the sick. 
life-giving spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, it is God's will to heal you because sickness comes from Satan and not from God. You see, I can't give you something and then be responsible for taking it away. So you must know the source of sickness. <laughs> Before Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, there was no mention that Adam was ever sick and needed healing. No. So the sin caused them to be susceptible to disease and infirmity. So Satan was the giver of disease and infirmity through the mother sin. All right, Satan the devil, the father, and sin the mother brought about death, sickness, and poverty. James 1.17 is descriptive of what kind of things the Lord gives you. James 1.17, Bible declares, every good gift, that's it, that's it, good gift. Every perfect gift is from where? It's from where? Hello, somebody. It's from your papa, from above. And coming down from the father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Can I ask you a question? Is sickness good? Is death good? Is poverty good? No. No. And because it's not good, it's not from God. If it's not from God, what you need to do is to reject what is not from your dad. So, Satan is a source of sickness. John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. Hey. And that they might have it. What's it? Life more abundantly. What your father has for you is abundant life. Excessive life. What kind of life? The life that is pressed down. Shaken together, running over. The life of the overflow is called the abundant life. It's not just abundant in quantity, but it's also abundant in value. That means it is eternal. That's the life he has for you. What the Bible calls Zoe, the God kind of life. I've come to give you life more abundantly. That's your daddy. Never you let anybody, any preacher tell you, oh, what you're going through is from, the, is from your God. No. Every good gift, every perfect gift. Look at this. Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing what? Hey, hey, doing what? Now, now, part of the good he was going about doing was what? Healing the sick. All that were 
oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Beloved, listen, God the Father is the anointer. Satan the devil is the oppressor. Jesus is the healer. Don't get it twisted. God is not the oppressor. Satan is not bringing the blessing. No, sir. No. Satan is the oppressor. And God is the one who anoints. And Jesus is the healer. That's why I said when I began that the healer is in the house. You see, this healer is not like doctors that need to consult. <laughs> they don't have cases that is above or beyond them. You know, there are certain cases you face medically, you require the, 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 the service of someone called a specialist, an oncologist, a specialist gynecologist, a specialist this and that and that and that. But I, I've got good news for you. Wrap up in Jesus the healer. He's the all-time specialist. He's specialist over eye disease, over heart disease, of the kidney disease there is no aspect of disease and infirmity he's not a master of Psalm 107 verse 20 says he said his word that's the medicine there that is the bomb in Gilead he sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction he's a specialist oh can God really heal me of this what 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 every manufacturer has the common sense to have spare parts right or wrong I drive a Toyota Lexus and you know recently something was changed the part from the car was changed guess what the, 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 the company that manufactured the car had the common sense to have enough spares because they knew with the usage of, of, of the vehicle with time things will fall apart Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. They that wait upon the Lord, ay, 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 shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They will run, be not weary. They will walk and faint up. So much, yes. He has spare parts, spare eyes, spare kidneys, spare livers, spare limbs, spare muscles. Oh, I pray somebody's faith is rising right now. Faith for wonders. Faith for the miraculous. Faith for the supernatural. I, I perceive that somebody's glasses right now, you're wearing them right now, but all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, the glasses I wore that helped me to see is making me not see why for the reason that your eyesight can't pop up, just got repaired. Somebody said, yes! There is nothing too hard for this God to do. If only we believe. Hallelujah. Oh, let me move on quickly. Number three. Oh, wow. Let me read to you Luke 13, 16, just to buttress this, that the Satan is a troublemaker. Satan is a troublemaker. Luke 13, the story was told when Jesus came into a place where a woman was bent over. He said, hey, the daughter of Zion ought to be healed. Luke 13, 11, and then 16 to save time. And behold, there was a woman, wow, which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bowed 
together and could in no wise lift up herself. You know what it means to be like this for 18 hours? Just like this? I lie down like this? Just like 18 hours like this? Then 18 days. Then 18 weeks. Then 18 months. 18 months. Just like this. Bent over. 18 months. Just 18 years bent over. You know, you would have thought that if the devil kept this woman for 18 years, that was her final story. Just like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 donkey years, she was licking blood. You don't know what it means to lick blood for a woman. That is life. Leviticus 17, 11 says, in the blood is life. So what she was licking out wasn't just a five-day menstruation process. Not even five weeks, not five months, not five years. But listen, 12 years, but yet, she was still alive and well. But the day of her visitation came. Ha, yeah, yeah. She said to herself, if only I may touch the hem of his garment. I may touch something touching the master. I know that I will be healed. Somebody came to church this Sunday morning and said, if only the word will come to me. I don't need my pastor to lay hands up. Just one word from God. I know this issue will come to an end. I don't know what your issue is. It may not be the issue of blood, but mental issue, psychological issue, emotional issue, financial issue. Every issue is an issue. The one who caused the issue of blood to come to an end will cause your mental onslaught will come to an end. Somebody shout yes! The healer. He's in the house. 18 years. Look at what Jesus said. Verse number 16. And ought not this woman, <laughs> being a daughter of Abraham, daughter of covenant, son of covenant, whom Satan hath bound, Lord, these 18 years, who bound her? Satan bound her. If Satan bound her, if there's anybody bound in this room or across the nations, I, I don't have to look far. Satan is responsible. Mm. Should she not be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Beloved, they are days and they are certain days. <laughs> you may have said to yourself, but, but, but pastor, I tried Jesus at the last service. Well, I don't know who you tried. I don't know how you tried, when you tried. But you see, you don't try Jesus. You believe Jesus. Believe him. And this is somebody's certain day. You know what my conviction is and my persuasion is? As the Lord said to the children of Israel in Exodus 3, that you're going to come out of Egypt. You ain't going out broke. You're going out with substance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By my favor upon your life, you dispossess your 
previous masters of their possessions. You're, you're going out with plenty. I want to prophesy to somebody who cares to believe. You are not leaving the year. The year called revival glory. Hey, you ain't going out empty. You ain't going out broke. But guess what? Listen, I believe is the the Lord's kindness that he doesn't want you to leave 2020 uh, with cancer, with HIV, with COVID-19, with heartburn disease, with kidney disease, with tuberculosis, with diabetes. No, sir. No, not. I just want to believe he wants you to leave this year into 2021 strong. That's why he put this word in my mouth for you this Sunday morning. You ain't going out sick. You ain't gonna weak. You ain't gonna broke. Somebody, yes, I believe. Your belief sounds like it needs a revival. Somebody shout, yes, I believe. Hallelujah. One more because of time. Number three. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. She'll rumble in the jungle. Number three. Healing is a scriptural provision both found in the Old Testament and the New Testament. It is true. It runs throughout the entirety of the Bible. Healing, believe it or not, as they came out of the land of bondage, Egypt, God introduced himself to them as their great physician. <laughs> Say, hey, you're out of bondage now, but I want to introduce myself to you. The first introduction, hey, I'm your doctor. Praise God. Preaching myself happy. Crefidola said, you can't pour the word of life into you and sickness remain. The key to walking health is to engage in pouring the word of God into you. His healing word. Night and day confess and declare, by your stripes I'm healed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Christ in me is the hope of glory. Greater is he that is in me than every devil in the world. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me, that same spirit quickens my kidney, my liver, my pancreas. I can't have high blood pressure. I can't have cancer. COVID-19 can't stand here. No, you die instantly. This changes your body types. Hey, your body type, guess what? The word will change your gene at the lowest level. Since by the virtue of the strong spirit of a man, he sustains you in your bodily infirmities. It's a word that strengthens you. Speak it, declare it, believe it, announce it. Exodus 15, 26. And God said, if thou will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to the ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Guess what? For I am the Lord that healed thee. I am the Lord that healed thee. Now, Exodus 23 25. Very quickly, my time is far gone. Exodus 2, 3, 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee, 
There shall nothing cast their young, not your cats, not your dog, not your monkeys. Nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Hallelujah. The number of thy days, what? I will fulfill. Deuteronomy 7, 13 to 15. Oh, let me start from 14 because of time. Deuteronomy 7, 14 to 15. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you. Hiya, ya, ya, ya. Some days ago, there was a release of babies across the nation on GPPA. It was a baby boom. Baby boom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be barren among you, nor among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. Praise God. Now, now, now these are just Old Testament references about God being our physician. You see, if the Old Testament had this, and the New Testament is a better covenant, Hebrews 86, based on better promises, much more, the same healer in the Old Testament or covenant, much more is a healer in the New. Am I correct? Praise God. Praise God. Jesus, the same yesterday, today and forevermore will you rise on your feet very quickly i want you to pray thus a woman who was a methodist i believe around the age of her being 40 went to a crusade went to a meeting like this and the preacher taught like i taught now wow please listen don't miss this one and the preacher made an altar call and said perhaps you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But this altar call is different. I make an altar call for you to receive Jesus as your healer. And she testified. She walked up the altar. Followed the simple instruction. She prayed the prayer. She said, Lord, I've known you to be my Savior. You, you ransomed me from sin and the grave. But, but, but now, with a renewed understanding... I receive you as my doctor. She testified that she lived up to, I think, 94 years old. And she said for all those years remaining from 40 to 94, there was no trace of sickness. She told her daughter, I'm telling you, it's documented. She told her daughter, when it's my time to go, I'm just going to go like the patriarchs for my legs and wave you bye-bye. That's how she died. How did she die? Her custom was, usually in the morning time, she will read the Bible to her daughter, who would do her needlework. And then she told her daughter on that particular morning, said, at 10 a.m., I'm going home. Yes, sir. They thought grandma had gone senile. You're here to live with us till your last days. You're not going back to any home. This is your home. But she said, at 10 a.m., I am going home. And at 10 a.m., she busted out. 
That's the master. I'm going. And she blessed her and boom. No sickness. But there was a point in time she very deliberately and intentionally received Jesus as what? A healer. I make an altar call like that preacher did today. You may be born again, but do you want to receive Jesus? Going forward from today, what day? 06 12 2020. What a date. 06 12 2020. 06 12. 06 12. Once he's spoken, twice I've heard the power belongs to God. Do you want, wherever you are, just lift both hands. I believe everybody should receive him as healer. I believe we all are. Thank you. Hallelujah. We pray a prayer of salvation for those who are not born again. Then we'll pray the prayer to acknowledge him as our healer from today. Pray with me, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, thank you for sending your son to speak your word in this regard pertaining to one of the blessings of the covenant you made with Jesus for me. The covenant of blessing of healing. Jesus, I acknowledge you as my Savior and as my Lord. Forgive me in any way and every way I've sinned against you. Right now, with greater understanding, greater revelation, and insight, I embrace you, Jesus, as my healer and my doctor. From today, I set a mark in time. All six, 1220, shall be a day to be much remembered when I acknowledge you in the company of the saints as my personal doctor and physician. I know there is no sickness you cannot heal. Right now, I receive once again your healing anointing. Moving in my body from the crown of my head to the tip of my toes. I stand in the authority that is in the name of Jesus Christ to curse every disease every germ every virus every bacteria attempting to feed my body no room here my body is a temple of the holy ghost i have too much life to be sick i have too much life to be weak i have too much life to die prematurely in the name of jesus if you believe that, clap your hands, shout to your God, give the Lord a shout of victory. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info 
at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.